Did perimenopause or menopause catch you off guard? Weird symptoms appearing from nowhere? Wondering who is this person who's inhabiting your body? And most of all, having no one to talk to about it? It happened to me, too. And with all the chaos that it was causing me, I knew I had to figure it out. I dug in, reading often outdated books and searching obscure references on the internet. I learned how our shifting reproductive hormones mess with every cell in our bodies. And as I realized how complete this hormonal disruption was, I became determined to help other women understand and control their own menopause journey. Because menopause matters. And here, we talk about all things menopause. I'm your host, Jean Andrus, and this is Menopause Matters, the podcast. Hi, everyone. This is Jean Andrus, the menopause guru, and this is Menopause Matters, the podcast. And today I have with me Jen Bugajski, and Jen is a love and pleasure and intimacy coach. She is passionate about owning her feminine power and inspiring women to create a pleasure-filled life they love. She walks her talk. Jen is a multi-passionate performer, singer, songwriter, author, ballroom dancer, and mom of four young men. As a corporate executive for much of her career, she helps busy women reconnect with their femininity and sensuality so they can experience more energy, fulfillment, and pleasure in their business and personal lives. So they can be a better mom, wife, partner, friend, and live a lot lit up life. She teaches you to feel safe with to love and connect with your body, surrender to the desires and hungers of your soul, and step into the beautiful, sensual, feminine, sexy, and powerful woman you were created to be. Good morning, Jen. Welcome. Good morning. It's so good to be with you today. Yes, yes. Uh, so tell me a little bit more about your journey. Make it. Uh, how did you get here? And why is this so passionate? Why is this such a big passion for you? Yeah, uh, the, the short end of the story was um, about nine years ago on my 40th birthday, I claimed that I wanted a better marriage than my parents. And I went on this journey, this self-love journey. What ended up happening was I realized that I was looking for love and attention from my husband and partner. And what that made me then dive into was, why did I not think I was sexy, gorgeous, beautiful, just as me? And started this journey then of, I'd call it sexual healing, as well as just learning how to connect with not just my mind, but my body. Um, so basically I was at a retreat nine years ago with about 12 women. And I can remember feeling my body for the very first time and thought, so oh my powerful. gosh, I've been living numb. Like so many moms, right? I've got four kids. They range from 23 to 13, all four boys now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but as a busy working mom, we've got lots of different roles, responsibilities, et cetera. And we know we're supposed to take time for ourselves, right? But I was living like a zombie. I was numb. I was not in my body. I didn't really know who I was. Mm -hmm. And this was kind of a wake-up call of saying, wow, you know what? Like, I really need to help women learn how to find this 
for themselves. And it's interesting because at that point in my journey, I had had a nutrition business and I'm like, you know what? That's not what I'm meant to do. Like my focus is, has shifted into really teaching women how to get out of their heads and connect with this physical body that we have. So for the last decade, that has been my life journey of studying, taking courses, um, living the life, going through the experiences so that I can help create a pathway for others because I didn't have one, right? Like I didn't know who to follow, what to do. And so I'm really passionate about creating that map to help guide women so that they don't have to feel alone on the journey. That's awesome. So um, as you know, I talk a lot about menopause and hormones that are are driving our bodies. And I find it's it's fascinating how women start waking up in their early 40s and paying attention. We've often been so busy with all those roles that you said that you were talking about that we don't take the time or the um or put the focus on ourselves. And that as we go through menopause, it allows our ourselves to wake up to this wonderful, feminine, um, strong and passionate person that we are. And sometimes that winds up with us moving too far towards the masculine. Did you ever find that, especially as a busy corporate mom? Well, for me, even in my, my marriage of 20 years, I was the masculine one. Um, I was the breadwinner. I was the one who kind of did all of that stuff. Mm. Um, so it was an interesting journey for me to step into the feminine mm-hmm. because for so many years, that was my life was the masculine, just right. I'll call it get shit done, right? <laughs> get as much stuff done <laughs> as you can, whether it's for your job, for your kids, for your house, all of that. And yeah. I think it, it unfortunately rules our life because that's how the patriarchy has taught women to be, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. And the, the funny thing is that we're we're more loaded with feminine hormones during that phase of our lives than we are afterwards. And yet we are more free to express our femininity and take control and charge of that femininity as we move into this new phase of our lives. And I find it interesting that it was around 40 that that happened to you. Um, I, I often talk about the early 40s as this shift um, before we even know where they know we're there, it's it's like our bodies are telling us, okay, it's time. <laughs> and of course, you with four boys, where you were probably like, okay, yeah, it's time to stop stop being in the baby, <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. baby business. <laughs> and of course, the boy, I know your four boys are your are the loves of your lives, and and you often tell tell me about them and and their exploits. They're uh, quite the crew <laughs> quite the crew <laughs> and they're definitely teachers for me as well too <laughs> yeah yeah I haven't quite gotten past my tea drinking stage this morning <laughs> <laughs> so um 
tell me a little bit about your the adventure with dancing because Jen is Jen is a friend and she often posts these marvelous vi videos of her <laughs> ballroom dancing and I I find it just absolutely fascinating that this is a passion that you've developed yourself. So let's talk about the ballroom dancing and then we'll talk about chakra dancing. Sure, sure. <laughs> um so it's interesting, like, I don't know, I, I think every little girl loves to dance and move and twirl around in their dresses, <laughs> right? Um, I've always loved music. I was always a singer. I didn't really dance that much as a little kid. I was a cheerleader. But what ended up happening was my business coach, I don't know how many years ago, five years ago, had said to me, Jen, I think that you should take a dance lesson for your business. And I was like, that's kind of weird. I just <laughs> kind of put into the universe that I wanted to like, be with a partner that would dance with me, right? I put that out there into the universe. And then my business coach a month later says this. And I was like, it's kind of interesting. How that Synchronicity. <laughs> totally. <laughs> but her reasoning for that was to look at their business model and to understand like the polarity of men and women mm -hmm. in the dance community, knowing that a lot of what I was doing was teaching women to step into their femininity and to really be talking about sexuality. And it's a, a sensitive topic. Right. And she's like, you know what? I want you to just go there, check it out. So I'm like, all right, you know what? I'll do it. Like, it'll be fun. <laughs> so I did. And of course I loved it. Mm -hmm. And so what's interesting is it's been twofold for me. Like I love it for me because it fuels me. But it also teaches me things that I can bring into my business because there's a lot of, well, women store all of our pain in our bodies and movement is a huge way to release um, oh, traumas so and tensions in our body. So just the moving in general is huge. But then there's the polarity of the masculine and feminine energy. Mm. And I think, so for me being so masculine in my day job and even in my marriage, right? I was the more masculine partner kind of thing mm -hmm. that I didn't know how to be feminine, right? I, I didn't have a masculine person next to me to help guide me and to show me it was okay to feel safe being in the feminine, because I think the reason that I was so uh, into the masculine was I was afraid of the feminine. I was afraid of objectification of women and what we've been taught about sex, sexuality, the body, et cetera. That could be a whole other podcast. <laughs> um, in the, yeah. But being in the presence of men where I felt safe. Yeah. Right. Like I knew that there was no funny business or anything like that happening mm -hmm. allowed me to have this masculine man show up and to me to drop the masculine guard mm -hmm. and to step more into what is that feminine energy? Because I think a lot of times we journal about it. We think about it, but you actually have to do it and feel it and practice it. Yeah. So I love being able to have that experience. And what was even cooler too, is when we would have group classes and you'd have these married couples come in and, um, you would switch partners. Oh, okay. And you could, you could feel the difference 
in each man's energy that you danced with. Wow. You could feel the men that were really strong and masculine. You could feel the ones that were weak and timid. And I could notice when they moved from partner to partner as well, too. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if I'm bringing more feminine energy, they're bringing more masculine energy. So it's interesting how we're able to build off of one another when there's that confidence in our natural energy, but we have to feel comfortable and safe in that energy in order for us to dive into it. Cool. So that's the ballroom dance. Now I know too, that you teach um, and have hold workshops in, and it's a big part of your practice to do something called chakra dance. Yes. And can you define that a little bit and just tell me (laughs) just a little bit about it? Cause I also want to dive into something else with you. Yeah. Absolutely. So chakra dance is not something I created. Um, Natalie Southgate from Australia has created this amazing healing tool. Um, I like to say it is a dance party with your soul. It really truly is what I would call multi-sensory integration. So it's like meditation on steroids is the way I like to call it because you're getting out of your head, but you're moving your body at the same time. So for those women that struggle with meditation, Mm. this is actually a great way to put your mind and body into that meditative state so that you can do two things. One, it actually helps to cleanse your energy and cleanse your chakras so that things that are not serving you can be moved out of the way. And just but, for for our listeners who who don't walk into this this space yes. frequently, chakras are energy centers, and they come from the Eastern tradition. And it's understood in that tradition that you have seven cha- seven main chakras up and down your body from the top of your head to the base or the root, which is at the base of your torso or the base of your spine, and they govern and um, hold energy around different types of things. So that's what chakras are. They're a little woo. But for those of us who have combined Western and Eastern philosophies and, and medicine and energy, they're very real. Okay. Yeah. Well, though, and it's interesting you say that. Thank you for clarifying that because some people understand and some don't. But like, what's tough, I think, about energy is you can't see it right? So you don't know it needs to be cleansed. And I like to sometimes describe it as you need to clean your toilet bowl. You (laughs) need to clean the dishes in the sink. If you didn't, there would be gunk there, right? And it would keep piling up. It's the same thing with our energy systems. We need to be able to cleanse that. So that's one piece. Then the second piece is when you are cleansed and you are in this high vibrational um, theta wave state, you are then able to tap into levels of consciousness that you're not able to tap into when you're just in your regular waking you know, way of being. So what's amazing is I have seen spirit speak to me and others in variety of different ways. There are messages that come through, validations, feelings, all sorts of interesting insights that help women on their growth journey. And it doesn't matter what your goal is. That's Mm. the beauty of it. It's not like, oh, you can only do chakra dance if you want to do X. 
No, it's it's a healing modality so that whatever it is that is showing up for you, you can clear what's not serving you and then open yourself up to whatever that next level of awareness is. Okay, that's awesome. And sometime time I'm going to have to come and dance with you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go into one one of the things that you're doing and you I, I believe you're doing this next month February what what are the dates your retreat um February 17th through 19th and this it's is a Friday a, through Sunday okay so Friday through Sunday in Chicago it's Chicago um oh, the Chicago suburbs I'm, Yes, yes. It's a, a town called Plano, but yes, okay. Western suburbs. Western. So you're doing an in-person retreat, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. So tell me a little bit about why you, why you think retreats are a great way for your, um, for people to connect with what you do. Yeah. I think um, if you want to really truly get into the body, you need to have more than just an hour's worth of time. So it's great to do one-on-one -on -one coaching group, that type of thing. But a retreat is an immersive experience. Mm -hmm. So you really get the opportunity to feel safe, right? That's the number one thing with anything that has to do with the body is feeling safe. But then when you are able to be in that place, you can then continue to add on to the experience. It creates a, a deeper level of transformation. Um, so, and I think that there's a, a two components to that. It's one, having time for yourself to feel safe in that time frame, mm -hmm. but also when you're able to share with other women to know we are not alone in how we feel. And that when we can hear another woman, when we witness other women, it is a gift to them and to ourselves. And I just think there's so much power in witnessing that it creates transformational change in our lives. Awesome. Now, is that just a, is that retreat just for people who live in Chicago or can people who live elsewhere come out, come to your retreat and have a a good place to stay and great food and all of that is all yep. of that included. Well, yeah. <laughs> sure yes, yes. So um, the airfare or the travel here is not included, but it's at a beautiful bed and breakfast oh. where the, my journey actually began. That's a whole other story I talk about in my own podcast, <laughs> um, but it, it's for 10 women. It, all of the meals and lodging and activities are included for the weekend. So okay. if someone wants to come out here, I actually have a couple of clients that are coming out from out East um, <laughs> that wants to come and be in that physical space. Okay. So this is for, community. this is for women from anywhere. Yep. And Absolutely. Chicago is one of the easiest places to get to because. Very true. <laughs> O'Hare. <laughs> Back in my corporate days, when I was doing a lot of traveling, O'Hare was just like the 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 bane of my existence. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Um, but it, there's also Midway, and and what I remember is Midway is very close to you, isn't it? Or yeah, is it about the same difference. Okay, it's distance. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, so you can get to Chicago easily, and and 
join Jen at this retreat. Can you tell people where to find more information? And are you offering a, a call or something to, to people if they yep. want to know more about it? Yes. So there's a link that um, is on my website. We can and we'll share be that in the link. show notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you can see all of the details. There's also a video of a retreat that I did last year in Costa Rica that okay. actually has just some different things that you will see that we'll experience um, on the retreat itself. But if anyone is interested, I always offer a complimentary call to learn more about it because this is really something that is making sure that it's what it is that you're looking for, yeah. right? It is absolutely understanding who you are and understanding my energy. I think a lot of times what ends up happening is you work with people because you're attracted to who they are in their energy. Yeah. So if there's anybody who's listening who heard a spark or felt a spark and was like, you know what? I want to learn more. What I would say is this is your body saying I want to learn more and listen to that. That's one of the things that I teach women is how do you learn how to listen to your body's signals and allow those signals to come to the surface as opposed to repress them and be afraid of them. So I'm definitely open to a call to share more with you about the retreat itself. That sounds awesome. So we're going to take a brief break right here. Okay. And then we're going to come back and I'm going to ask you just a couple more questions. I warned you about this ahead of time. Yes. So let's take that break and we'll okay. be right back. Are you running on empty? Do you wake up in the morning feeling like you're done for the day before you even get out of bed? Menopause can do that to you. The changes in menopause echo throughout your body, causing symptoms like depression, anger, GERD, weight gain, insomnia, and fatigue. The symptoms can last for decades. I've helped hundreds of women get better sleep, wake up full of energy that lasts the whole day, and ditch all the other symptoms that were dragging them down. I'd like to offer you a free consultation with me to find out how you can take control of your menopause journey and feel better now. You can schedule your time to talk at menopause.guru slash consult. And we're back talking with Jen Bugaski. And Jen has told us a lot about her dance how she uses dance and specific modalities to get women back into their bodies. And I think for a lot of women, this is one of the reasons why, even why weight gain is so prevalent at this time in our lives is that, that our bodies are changing and we tend to just retreat from that, run away from that. And part of the menopausal symptoms is this uh, discomfort with our bodies. So Jen, give us your one best piece of advice, one best tip for women on their menopause journey so that they can take away just one nugget from you, from what we've talked about today. I know. Um, I was thinking about this and it's like, I have two. Um <laughs> Well, and the reason I say that is because <clears throat> I think that everyone would say that you need to focus on balancing your hormones and eating healthier and drinking more water, right? That kind of thing. Like 
it's super important to be able to do that. But the other thing that I wanted to bring to the table based on some of the work that I've done is talking with women about their pelvic health, right? Mm. That I think it's important to focus on that piece, right? Especially because we can tend to experience levels of dryness, right? As our <laughs> oh, yes. um, as our bodies <laughs> shift and change and our estrogen levels change and that kind of thing. So I think pelvic health is important. One of the things that I have personally seen in my own experience and in clients that I've worked with as well too, is a tool that I have used is a jade egg. And one of the things that it actually does is it helps to create more suppleness, moisture, that kind of thing with a part of the body that we might not necessarily like always use, right? Like it's a topic of conversation that people are kind of weirded out about, right? Like, and if you're if you're thinking, um, well, this is sort of a weird segue. Um, we talk about this frequently in on this podcast, and probably one of the best episodes to go back and listen to is the episode with Dr. Jane Gwynn, who talks extensively about the same thing, mm-hmm. and in coming weeks. Um, probably not until sometime in April or May, we're going to be talking with pelvic health specialists as well. So it's part of this whole thing. And part of this whole disconnect with our body is this change in our pelvic health and our, our relationship with our vaginas, really, truly. Yeah. And that's so important to be aware of at this time of your life and that use it or lose it thing that we talked about here on this podcast is so important because whether you do it with a jade egg or um, as, sure. as I talk, talk to people about Bob, <laughs> your battery operated boyfriend, or yeah. whether you, you have a live in or not so live in lover that, that you're intimate with. It is mm-hmm. so important to keep that part of your life going and keep the suppleness there because once it's gone it's very difficult to get back and thanks kind for of that. like it's kind of like any muscle in your body right if you don't use it it's going to get limp and not used like if it's you think about limp. people <laughs> yeah <laughs> it goes in the opposite direction <laughs> I mean, it's like numb right <laughs> But even people who have to go through physical therapy, like if they've had accidents or something, right? Like they have to like actually do focused, intentional effort to work on a particular part of the body. So if something is completely ignored. And let me just add a little bit to that. This is also, it's not just muscle, it's mucous membrane. Mm -hmm. And that mucous membrane stops producing the moisture that you're you you may be used to and that may not have been a problem earlier in your relationship and I I know of men who got weird about women needing to take to lubricate um that's one of the reasons one of the things I talk about in my book for men is where I my book, Where Is My Wife and What Have You Done With Her? It's so important to understand this isn't about a re- the relationship. It's about the physical change to our body. 
So don't be afraid to use moisturizer, um, mo moisture additives, water-based um, coconut oil is another great one yeah. um, and easily, um, easily obtained. And it's not even that embarrassing to obtain. You just go and get a jar of, co of uh, pure coconut oil from your, um, from your grocery store. Um, but yeah, so those are two important things. So the other question I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you for three things that may are making you smile right now. And then we're going to alternate. You're going to give me one and I'm going to give you one. So you start. <laughs> okay. Three things that make me smile. Just one yeah. right now. Just one. Okay. Um, that my sons washed the dishes and put them away last night. Oh, how awesome is that? <laughs> no, I know, I know. <laughs> okay, so something making me smile right now. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we ran into uh, a acquaintance slash friend uh, um, out on the streets in my town, which is often, they're often street activities fairs in in this little town I live in and we got to talking and so we have been doing trivia night um at the local the local bar and I, last night we we got second place I am so proud of us <laughs> it's so much fun and it's it's so much fun because I'm hanging out with different people of different ages and different um different places in their lives and it's just mm -hmm. so much fun to go out and just hang out for an evening okay Jen number two okay number two um I guess it would be like my new apartment my new place that I'm in and <laughs> it is so amazing to be here in my own space you can't see it but I have this beautiful view of oh, the yeah. west <laughs> um and yesterday I had a desk delivered and it needed to be put together. So I'm actually sitting at it now. I had oh, my cool. son come over. I have to like take pictures and show folks, but um, it was one of those projects that had like 40 steps in it. And I was like, I'm going to call my son and say, Hey, um, my 21 year old, can you come over and it'll be worth Pepsi and lunch? <laughs> hey, that's cheap. <laughs> I know, I know. So he my son over, didn't work for that. <laughs> he worked put it together. You know, the, the toughest part was when he put a couple pieces on backwards. And I was like, honey, I love you, but you got a couple pieces on backwards. Let me help you. <laughs> um, but now I have a desk that I can actually sit at. Um, and then I can decorate behind me, right? I'm still trying to get the whole ambiance um, here, right. but yeah, cool. so it's great. Like, I feel like so much more professional now that I have this space for myself. That is so awesome. So let's see. Second thing that's making me smile today, um, it's got to be the weather. So we are actually in fall right now. So we, I live in a place that only has three seasons. Um, we, we get an hour and a half of winter a year, usually when I'm riding on a Mardi Gras parade, <laughs> because, mm -hmm. because, you know, why, why else would it come to become winter? And, um, so right now it's fall and fall is gorgeous and delightful outside and, the weather is just making me smile. 
Okay. Gotcha. Well, you weren't here yesterday when it I snowed. I know you then. guys got <laughs> got the first snow of your season. We're we're recording a little bit early, and Ooh. you guys got the first snow of your season. I'm sure you're going to be sick of it by the time this. Oh this my God! You know the best season. part of yesterday was waking up and looking at the view. Oh yeah. Right. Um. But no. The, let the me last tell you guys. Let me I tell you guys to, yeah. something here. Friend Jen. And that, and you'll see how how her name is spelled. It's Jennifer Clark Bugaisky. <laughs> yes, I have trouble saying her last name. All right. <laughs> and if you um, if you friend her on Facebook, um, I'm not sure if you're on Instagram, but if you follow mm-hmm. her on Instagram, um, she posts the most gorgeous pictures of her her space as it's been changing because this is a new space for her and it's been beautiful. It's cool okay. to see throughout the seasons. But then my last thing, of course, has to do with dance. So okay. <laughs> I had to cool. end with dance. Um, so I am in a dance performance for a Christmas event in okay. December. It was one of those things where I kind of was like, oh, do I want to? Like, I want to, but should I spend the money on it? And I'm like, you know what? I want to do this. So um, I am actually performing a dance to the song The Prayer by um, oh, Celine Dion, Mario Bocelli. Yeah, beautiful. You know, but it's being sung by Pentatonix because I just love their version of it from a Christmas perspective. Yeah. Um, and I was at dance last night and just being able to go through the feelings of the song. Like now mm-hmm. we've learned all of the different steps. So now I can practice into the being and the expression as opposed to just the let me learn the steps so I am super excited and happy about that oh that sounds so so awesome so let's see third thing I am happy about and I'm just gonna say my husband has been going through some health issues in the last couple of weeks and I just have to be so happy and grateful that what is what it turns out to be is relatively minor and it can be taken care of in a reasonably easy and non-painful and um, just just I have to be grateful for his health and for my own health that right now I'm you know I'm able to be the caregiver and take care of him through this and through the end of the year, we'll we'll just be retreating just a little bit from from activity so that he can heal. So that's the third thing. Jen, it has been so good to talk with you this today. And I'd love for you if you've got anything else that you'd like to tell our listeners or if you've got some place that you want want to send them or a gift for them, this is the time to tell them. Okay. Well, I do have a free gift if anyone is interested. It is actually three ways to get your sexy back, right? It is all about some different things that you can do to feel that aliveness again, right? It's not just about sex. It's about that sexual aliveness, that energy that is within each one of us that I think many of us have lost, Okay, so can you tell us a link to that to get that? And it it will yep. be in the show notes. So yes, there will be a link in the show notes where you can type in your name and um, email address, and then we'll go ahead and send you the link to that document so that you can get started on uh, feeling that more aliveness again. 
Great. Okay. You do you want to say that link or do you just want people to find it in the show notes? It's probably easier to find it in the show notes. Okay. It's got a weird name. <laughs> it's got a weird name. Okay then. And I will would invite you to connect with me as well if you find anything that you'd like to talk about about menopause. I am always there to answer yep. questions. And if it's bigger than a bread box, we'll we'll get an expert on or I will talk about it in one of my episodes. So we're looking forward, both Jen and I, to connecting with you in a deeper way. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and leave me a rating and a review in uh, on iTunes because that's the way more women experience what menopause matters. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please submit a rating and review and share it with a friend. Menopause has many annoying symptoms, but not many are worse than the lack of sleep. If you are one of the 90% of women who suffer from menopausal insomnia and or fatigue, I'd love to offer you my free download, Five Tips to Get Better Sleep Tonight. You can get it at menopausematterspodcast.com slash sleep. And let me know which of these tips works best for you.